we're going to jump into it. What's up, people? Jean Carlos here with the Total Body Training Podcast, where I help you get lean, gain muscle, and build confidence. And this is our Mother's Day episode of the Total Body Training Podcast. And I've got two badass moms who lift. Uh, let me go ahead and introduce you to this is Erica and Vanessa. Hello. Yeah. And so <laughs> we're off to a good start. All right, so what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about that. We're going to get into the uh, Mother's Day stuff in just a few seconds. But today's episode is brought to you by carbs. Vanessa, what is your favorite carb? Starbucks. Starbucks. What do you get when you go to Starbucks? A latte. A latte? Yes. Okay. All right. And it's unhealthy. Okay. <laughs> so we're counting all the sugar in there as your yes, carb. Okay. So okay. That's my carb. You drink your carbs. Yes, yeah. Okay. I drink my carbs. Okay. What do you, what kind of latte, what do you put in your? I drink a cinnamon dulce when I do go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Yes. You yes. go all out. What size do you get? A venti. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm telling you. But it's been two weeks and I've been venti free. <laughs> she, she's she's been clean of of uh, her Starbucks addiction for two weeks. Yes. That's awesome. All right, Erica, what about you? What's your favorite carb? Donuts. Go ahead and tell us. Donuts. Okay, I donut? love donuts. Krispy Kreme. Just any donut. <laughs> <laughs> Shipley's or what's? I love donuts. Yeah, but I haven't had one since. It's gonna be three. Two and a half months, no donuts, donuts free. Right. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I miss them, but it's I feel better. Awesome. Uh, what kind of donut do you get when you go to Krispy Kreme? Just a glazed donut, the glazed donut or the cake donut, the chocolate cake donut. Yeah, those are the ones. The, the glaze is the best. It gets so simple and it's so tasty. Yeah. All right, everybody. So the reason I asked these two women uh, they're my f to be here is because they're my friends and they're my clients at Total Body Training and they totally kick ass. Erica is the first woman to have, the first person actually, uh, to have deadlifted in my classes 300 pounds. So she was the first one to do it. Actually, did you deadlift more than that? Yeah. Okay. So you deadlifted. So you deadlifted 300 pounds, and we're on our way to getting her stronger and really kicking butt. Erica has the biggest raw total. Have we tested all your totals for everything that you've got? No, we did only the sumo deadlifts. That was it. Yeah. Right. And Erica's just all around badass. So she lifts very, very heavy weight. And actually, both of them do. Uh, Vanessa over here has been kicking butt. I don't think we know your singles, right? We don't know what no, your single reps no. are. But we know that Erica, that, that the Vanessa is picking up heavy weight. She comes in. We just had an episode with her daughters. And uh, that was our Teens Who Lift episode. And we got to see how strong her daughters are. They mentioned how strong you are. And they mentioned how much of an inspiration you are to them to keep kicking butt Aww, and working out hard yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i know yeah. like and so like for from me like what you represent is two women who are strong you have families you have big families right and you come in and you still manage to find time to work out <laughs> right. yeah you still manage to find the time to make time for you so i guess what we're going to get started with talking about is a little bit about how you feel with uh you know is it difficult being a mom and finding the time for you is that is that difficult what are some of the challenges that you might face uh vanessa could you go first um as far as time for me i yeah. think this is my time like when I come here. So when I come here, I think this is more me. But as far as challenges is being a mom is 
being there for them, uh, sports, having to be in school functions, and mandatory things, mandatory meetings that we have to go. Um, I have two um, graduating girls that are gonna graduate this year, so that's been very stressful. But it doesn't, you know, I don't think it's a setback, it's just, you know, I just gotta work around it. So, yeah, the main thing is just school things with them when you have children. So like kind of like finding the time in between, you know, taking, seeing your kids. Uh, like I remember, for example, Brianna had a dance thing that you had to dance with her at, right? Right, right. Yeah, what happened a, with that? At a football, uh, it's homecoming for them. Yeah. Um, the parents, all seniors, the parents have to go dance with them. So I was the chosen one. Uh, so I went to go dance with her. So I had to skip workout so I could go over there for a couple of sessions too, like to go practice and then to go actually perform on the football field. Yeah. So, but. Yeah, and I'm sure it was worth it, like having that experience. Yeah, it is, it is. And <laughs> I work out, I work out with the girls yeah. too. So that alone, you know, it's, to me, it's like, uh, we look forward to coming to work out. Like they're very athletic, uh, they, you know, I'm like that too. They say they get it from me, but I think I get it from them. You that's, know, they encourage cool. me. Yeah. Mm. That's super cool. Yes. All right. So we'll come back to that. I have some thoughts about that. Erica, what about for you? Well, for me, like I have a, the smaller, the baby, which he's four. And uh, the older ones, they don't need me as much as he does. Oh, and, um, but yeah, school functions is mainly, and sometimes like finding you know a babysitter or like juggling who's going to take care of the baby so I can make it to the gym because we all work out in the house we all like you know every single one works out so we kind of juggle the time so who's going to take care of Connor so we can all make it to the gym mm -hmm. but it is hard you know but it's manageable you just you make it in and yes we miss i miss and i feel guilty about that but i just work harder the next day yeah so so you'd say that like sometimes you and actually uh this is a theme that got brought up when i was talking with your daughters is that you feel kind of like guilty when you miss your your workouts uh can you share about that like how you feel when you do miss something like what's the thought that's going through your head um it's just about missing it, I don't think I so much miss it because when I come back, I just, I just go harder, you know, like, yeah. yeah. So I'm not sure. Like, so you kind of make up for it is what I you're do, saying. I do. I make up for it. And so would you say that would be your suggestion for people who do like miss like a session when they're working out because they get hung up with the family or something? Right. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's like make it up and then you'll be fine. Yeah. 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 And what about for you, Eric? Yeah, I I feel guilty personally. Like not when I miss, I feel like I I set myself back. But I just come the next day and I just feel that I have to work harder and I I'll do extra stuff around the house, you know, like I'll do an extra walk or something just to make it up to make up that lost day. And uh, and that's how I feel I stay on track and not not get you know away from like the it's like a routine that you have to just continue to keep. For me, do not miss it. You just kind of have to keep rolling with the punches or else like if you just disappear for a few weeks, you know, it can lead to you not coming back in right. and getting your shit done, yeah. right? So I guess my, my next question is, 
how many kids do you each have so that our viewers have a perspective for how busy <laughs> your lives are? Right. Do you want me to go to first? I have six kids. Six kids. Eighteen. Eighteen year old. She's about to be nineteen. And the two little ones, they're eleven already. Yes. So they're still pretty little. They are, they are, but I have a lot of help at home. I have my mom, I have um, the girls, um, I have my son, because I have two sets of twins, so my son is the one that stays home and takes care of the other two little ones, so. Well, the girls come over here and then I just make it home from there, because I come straight from work from here, so I haven't even set a foot at home yeah. today. So it's just busy, it's just busy. But it's just a routine that I just keep in. You know, everybody knows it where I'm at. Nobody yeah. complains. Nobody knows because they know where to find me. Yeah. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. So I have three uh, children of my own, and I have two like foster foster kids, mm -hmm. or like, but they're like my niece, my two nieces that I took over. So it's four year olds, which is the the baby four year old, the 17 year old, my 21 year old. And she, the twenty-year-old, which is my niece, and the nineteen-year-old. Nineteen-year-old. <laughs> yep. So it's, it's even though like I don't struggle with them with in regards of like having they don't need me as much, but let's say right now my niece, my twenty-year-old, she's getting ready to go to the reserves, and like she had like to sign it, she had to swear in today, you know, and. So I'm like on the phone with my husband, hey, take pictures, you know, make sure you're, that you're there and, and stuff like that. And my other niece, like right after that, right after that, she had like a job interview that she needed to get taken to, you know, because they don't drive yet. They don't, they still don't drive. They're like working on that. So it's like all those little things. Oh, they don't drive? No, not yet. No, not yet. My, like my 21 year old does. But the twenty-year-old, she doesn't drive, and the nineteen-year-old doesn't drive, and the seventeen-year-old. So you have to coordinate drive. a lot. Um, is it because did they move here from out of the country? Okay, can you can you share about that? Yeah, they. So the two girls, they were raised. They were born in the United States, but they were raised in Mexico. So they came here with very little English. They didn't know how to speak English. And even getting a job was really, really hard. And within a year, like the the twenty one the twenty year old, she's like her English is like so good. Like you don't I mean she has an accent but it's really good. And she's signing up already for the reserves. And just driving for her, I think she's just really scared. It's been a lot throwing thrown at her so I didn't want to push push her because I don't I'm like I don't want to be the one that if she gets in an accident it's my fault for pushing her so when she's ready she'll do it and the other one is the same situation they were both raised in Mexico and they came over here so yeah so what I'm hearing is is that you have these responsibilities where you have to help where yeah I mean they're not little but you have to give them attention and make sure that they're right. on the right track and like that being said does it ever feel uh, a little bit overwhelming as a mom to have that much pressure on you or are you like because you've you know you both have kids that are older right so have you just kind of like this is just what being a mom is and you know uh like does it feel like okay because you've been living your life this way do you understand my question if i'm being yes, clear yes. like like for me i think it's like okay because i've been doing it for a while yeah 
So it's something that is just part of me, me doing whether, you know, it's here or outside or just any type of exercise, you know, that I do is just like, you know, um, consistent, like one thing, but I don't let it, you know, interfere with anything. Yeah. Yeah. And for you, Erica? For me, I mean, I have my days where I feel that I'm, I mean, I think every mom feels that, you know, you just want to pull your hairs out and you're just like, ah. You know, and for me, you know, recently is when I started saying like, okay, I need to make time for myself. This is important for me. This is important for my health because I was diagnosed with, you know, I started with type two diabetes. I had high blood pressure, you know, and all that other stuff. And the doctor's like, you need to, you need to do something, you know. So, so moms tend to take care of everybody. Everybody else is first, and then you're last, or you don't even, you're not even on the list. So getting yourself on the list, for me, getting my myself on the list was important. So I have to make time to come here, because it's it's you. Like, you're the, you're the captain of the ship, and you're supposed to be healthy. Who's going to, you know, sail the ship if you're not there? That's yeah. how I feel, you know. Yeah. So moms need to... I mean everybody, but I mean we're talking about moms, so I think moms should consider themselves more and take care of themselves more. I, I like that a lot because one of the things that I hear the most often is that, like I can't because I have to do like so much for other people and I just have to, I feel guilty if I don't do things for other people and if I don't help them and but the thing is is like how are you gonna be there for like the people that you care about when you get sick you know when you have like health issues or when you're not feeling well if if you're not well you can't help other people at least not to the best that you can right. and so you know I would say that that's pretty important um, so you you definitely have the right mentality now you know that you know kind of falls into the you know realm of excuses so like a lot of people come and you know this isn't this is like um, some tough love for for people that are out there but a lot of times people with less busy lives than y'all tell me that they can't work out because they've got this and they've got work and they've got all this stuff you know, to me, it sounds like you're always doing something, especially like in the case of like Vanessa, like you're telling me like I get off work and then I go here, then I go, you know, and then I finally come home. Like right. I get off work. Right. And then not only that, but you also have your son who's also had some health issues. Right. Um, you know, can you speak a little bit about that and how that might have affected your training, but really hasn't right. affected right. your training? Can you speak to that? I thought it would affected being uh, having him because he is diagnosed he has a brain tumor um and he goes right now we have graduated from a three month to a four month checkup and when we go there i mean it's long days um but since i started here i mean because he's had it since he was nine so he's been diagnosed this for years um he's already going to be 16 years old and he still has it i mean surgeries and all and being out and um you know, it's, I, I thought it would affect it, but I think I'm just the, I think the opposite. Like, to me, exercising to me is a stress relief. Like, coming here, like, even my girls know it. Like, they'll see me and they're like, okay, mom, you're taking out all your, you know, you're, you're just like, look at you picking up that weight. You know, it's because, are you pissed? They'll tell me. And I'm all like, yep, you know it. You know, so to <laughs> me. And then I leave from here and it's like, 
I'm back, you know, like, like, it's my stress relief coming here, like every day. I mean, because when I leave the home, I have to be, you know, making appointments and juggling things like this weekend, I, you know, we have one on Friday, and then everything's up again, it's already that four months. So I don't stress about it, because there's people, you know, I know of people that stress yeah. about it. And they're like, you know what, oh, they just all stressed out, you know, whatever we're gonna do. Um, they take out their, I guess, their stressful um moments in eating or going out or doing something in me no it's a different you know i guess i guess it's just the willpower of everyone on on how to do the how they take on things yes. but um like on my son i never did let it affect me never to where i didn't i did gain a little bit of weight because i had to eat there in the cafeteria a lot yeah especially when he like has surgery um, so it was a lot of eating his leftovers because he's been through everything, through chemo, through radiation, through all of it. So we would buy him something because he wanted it. And it was like the food was left there. So all those pounds were carried on to us because we didn't want to. There was nobody else to give it to, you know. So I was like, OK, there we are eating an extra pancake or something that we didn't have no business. But at the end of the day, I still after we got, came out of there because, um, you know, I, I would still go back at it either my run or you know i would still make time to put my workout in yeah and you know it's completely understandable that you would kind of slip up on nutrition because you're not exactly stable if you're not at home right you know like if you're not at home you're you're, you're not about, watching yourself yeah you're doing something different so you're not exactly like watching like what you're eating or anything like right. that so it's, it's understandable that you would you know be in that situation be packing lunch like for a full day and it was like it, it was intense like the it was like a monday through friday um every day for two years i had to do it straight and that was chemo a, a chemo that he had to be there from seven in the morning and that was here local when he was getting it here in santa rosa but i got it recently transferred and that's i think more stressful because now we're in houston at md anderson yeah so but still you know i i don't know a lot of people do ask me how do you do it you know, I don't know how you do it, you know, your kids and, and I do have the kids, but I never let the kids be an issue, like to do something, you know, I mean, they have their moments, but never, never, I've never used them as an excuse for anything. See, and that's, that's really awesome because some, I've, I've heard people and I talked about this in the past, I'm not a mom, I'm not a parent, so you know, this is just my, my thoughts about this, right? So, like, if I say this and this offends somebody, you know, I'm not trying to. But, you know, I've heard many people say things like, you know, for example, uh, you know, 20 or 30 years will go by and someone will have said their entire life to their kid, you know, ever since I had you, I've been overweight. Or, like, ever since, you know, I, I had you, you know, I gained all this weight and I can't lose this weight. Or, like, I just can't right. go work out because I'm so busy because I have to deal with you and I have to deal with your father and I have to deal with this. And, like, what I think you're saying to your friends and family is that you're fucking up my time mm -hmm. when you say that. And that can be really hurtful to other people. Um, you know, and you don't even realize that. And not only that, but that's a crutch for you. Mm -hmm. Because essentially what you're using is you're using a human being for your excuse, right. you know, as your excuse for your reason not to, to take care of yourself. But it sounds like for you, you see exercising as something that helps you because you have so much stuff going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody knows it. Like even work will have like things going on and 
um, just recently to my boss for so many years, he just retired and we, I had to be at an event and to go see him, you know, to go say farewell, have some drinks, eat. There was all this thing. Well, no, you know, I came to work out, went in my workout clothes and went out there. Like they already know me. So I, th I think it's one of those that I don't get. I do see it a lot happening, but that's just not my way of being like with anything. Like, I don't let, I guess, nothing, like, bring me down. I mean, even having my son, I've always heard excuses. You know, I've heard others, especially, like, at work or something. It's like, oh, well, they have problems. And it's like, really? Like, I have problems. <laughs> it's like, your problems no, don't amount to the problems that I've had. And, you know, so, but I don't want to say, like, it's me. Yeah. I don't put my stuff yeah, out there. Yeah, I understand. There. Yeah. You know, um, and nobody ever knows. Nobody ever knows I have kids. Um, I have to... Um, not that I'm reserved because I'm very talkative. I talk a lot <laughs> and I'm very social. Um, but, you know, I at first I could be like a little shy with people. But at the same time, like, you know, I'm very open. So with all that, like, no, never. I've always to me with everything that has happened. Uh, this is like a must. Like I have to have it almost like a drug for me. Like I have to yes. have it yeah. to be able to do it all over again tomorrow. Yes be able to wake up tomorrow yeah so. that's awesome and and it is because like when you work out you release all this dopamine serotonin it is it is a drug it's a chemical yeah. in your brain you know i don't know if it's a drug but it's a chemical in your brain True. that if you don't have the doctor will prescribe you so people mm -hmm. who are struggling with depression anxiety um stuff like that uh will go to the doctor and he'll be like here is a pill that has the stuff that you can get for free if you yeah. work out you know and so it's really awesome that you're like regulating how you feel and your life um with doing something that that is to take care of yourself and you're not choosing just to kind of like bury yourself in eating or just drinking, which, you know, you can do, you know, whenever you want, but that's not going to solve the issue. Self-care, taking care of yourself is really going to solve it. And so that's awesome. You know, Erica, you know, something that just dawned on me is like, you know, um, Vanessa brought up a little bit about people having excuses and things like that, which kind of brings us up to like our next point. So I know that sometimes uh, and I'd like to hear your voice on this like first and then Vanessa's that, you know, sometimes uh, not everybody's supportive of, of uh, like where we're going and why we're doing what we're doing. So sometimes people don't really understand why we're working out and, uh, you know, it makes people be rude and kind of sometimes like put you down. So can you share some experiences with that things that have happened to you? Yeah, like I mainly work with like all m males like i'm like there's there's two girls in this big company and you know like it's come up because i'm i'm doing the whole diet and i'm eating right i'm on that program so they see me eating only healthy food and i bring my food and i i say no to the donuts and no to the you know all the food that they bring all the junk food and so they're like there's always one person to, to say something negative like why are you doing that like how long have you been doing that like you you have you don't even see that many results or like why are you going to the gyms every day you know and you you still look the same they're always saying negative 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 comments and even though like I don't want it to you know get to me because I try you know it does you know in the back of your head like that nagging like oh man like makes you like second guess what you're doing just for a little bit 
but there's always going to be someone you know and all i said was like you know don't worry about what i'm doing just focus on your life you know just just leave leave whatever i'm doing just leave me alone you know you got your own issues so but you know I, I, i came home and i was telling my husband you know because he's very supportive and like my family they're all very supportive of what i they're all with me on this and he's like it, does he is he working out is he lifting you know is he doing any of the, this then don't worry about what he's saying you know you do what, what you're doing if that's what ma- makes you happy then continue to do that don't worry about him you know they he's you know just projecting his own failures onto you pretty much yeah so and that's you know and none until somebody else tells you that you're like yeah you know what yeah it's, maybe he's just I don't know, his life sucks and he just, you know, wants to, everybody's life to suck, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so, but there's always going to be that person that is not going to support what you're doing, you know, and be negative and say something negative. And you're just going to either cut those people out of your life or just, like you said, I'm good. (laughs) I'm good. You know, I don't know what you're doing, but I'm good. Yeah. 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 So, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, like, my that's that's exactly the tip that we have here is that, like, if someone's giving you, like, a hard time about it, I suggest that you kind of stand up, not kind of, that you do stand up for yourself, but you don't debate it. Because that's not, you're, you're, you're not going to convince that person in those few minutes that, like, strength training is helping you or that the, the thing, because they've already came to you making an assumption about your life and about your, your eating and about your training and stuff like that. They're all, they've already made a decision. It would be different if the person came up to you and said, how is this training working for you? No, what people like that do, I call them haters, is they kind of come up to you and they're just like, this isn't working for you. Or like, why don't you try some other fucking shit? Like something like that, right? And uh, what I recommend is that when you get that person who says that, just be like, you know, actually, like I'm, I'm, I'm on track and I'm doing pretty good. You know, like just be like that. That's it. And then and then just be like, I I like what I'm doing. And don't say anything else. Like in the legal system, you you know, it's like pleading the fifth. Zip, Mm -hmm. zip your mouth. The less you say, the better. And you will spend less time debating with that person. You will spend less time. And it's it's just going to save you. It's going to save you the trouble. Like, so that's what I strongly recommend. Now, you know, and and so, but you have a lot of support. And that's what we kind of talked about in you is that your, your, your sons support you. And you said that sometimes you, like your family has tried to like jump on board with how you're eating. Right now, before I get into this, Erica is cutting weight right now. So, so not only she's one of our strongest lifters and she wants to go to competition forgot to mention that um erica erica is also cutting weight so uh it sounds like can you tell us a little bit about that and how your family's gotten involved yeah so at first it was just me preparing my meals you know for me and then my middle son's like oh so what are you doing you know because he started getting like interested he's like oh let me help you and then he's like how come you don't like prepare meals for me and i'm like well i don't know if you want you know you want to jump on the on board you know with what i'm doing i don't want to like impose what i'm doing onto you guys and he's like oh i want to do it too so then i started preparing meals for him and me right and then my husband's like well this looks good like why don't we just all do it you know we all cook so which we do we all cook on sunday and we all pack our meals and for like lunch it's like lunch and dinner and uh and we all eat 
we're all eating healthy so they all jumped on board with me so it's almost there's like no i mean i'm not going to say that there's no unhealthy foods in the fridge because you know my middle son he's still a teenager so he can eat he's still you know making bad choices i guess but they're all mainly on board with me they don't question what i'm eating like well why are you eating that or why don't you make something else no like that's my food and that's it and they all eat we all eat the same stuff and so which is pretty cool and like i was telling you it's so sad to know that there's people or like women or other people that are doing this and they don't have the support at home yeah because yeah, it must be really lonely i can just imagine like i would feel lonely not to have like you i'm pretty sure you feel the same way because you come with your daughters and it's like it's like you, they're, you're on the same page. Right. Yeah, so it must feel good that, you know, they understand. And mm-hmm. it's like you have something to talk about with them, and they're with you. It, it feels good to have, like, a, like it's almost like you have your own team rooting for you at home. I, I yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, and you definitely have that, too. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I do. I do. And our... Our food, our family meals are large, so we have to cook. We cannot meal prep. We cook daily, (laughs) like because that's a lot of people that I have to cook for. So when we do cook, especially on the weekends, like we we make enough where there's plenty left over, and that's what they we eat all week, you know. So they were really good. All my kids are. I can't complain. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. So, uh, you know, I guess let me see. What else should I ask you about? You know, what would you say are some of your goals? We're getting close to the time of wrapping it up. What are some of the goals that you personally have right now in terms of your weight training? Is there anything that you would like? Uh, Like, is there a lift you would like to hit, a number you'd like to hit on something? Um, I'm going to start with Erica first. Personally, I I want to compete. Like that's what I want to do. Hopefully, whenever that happens, I want to be ready. So preparing for that, and I want to just increase. Like right now, I I want to do I want to deadlift 305, and hopefully try to squat like 250. And those are my goals. What's your squat right now? The my squat ended at 235. That's for a single or for multiple? No, that was my five RM. Oh, you can do 250. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 254. Can, I mean, uh, with those numbers, you can probably do 300 for, for a single. Yeah, I would think you could do 300 for a single, yeah, with those 250. So you have really strong legs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah if you're doing that. Yeah, that's badass. Yeah, so those are your goals. Yeah. And so, like, what we want to do is take her to that point where she does that. Um, you know, we're going to be working on that this year. Awesome. And then also you have a weight loss. We want to, we have your cutting right now. So how many pounds have you lost recently? So as in right now, I lost 15 pounds within, which is two months. Yeah. So I want to lose, I want to be at least a loss of like 50 pounds, which is going to take me slowly, but surely, you know, I've been losing, it's about a pound and a half or a pound a week, which doesn't seem like a lot, but it is. Like it adds up. Mm-hmm. It adds up. That pound adds up. Like in, I never thought that in like three months, which I'm hoping that in three months I lose the 20 pounds that I set up that I wanted to lose. I still have another month. 
to lose another five pounds. So I'll be at 20 pounds. And that's a big deal. And that's a huge thing because I've hadn't been able to lose one pound. Like one, one not, not one pound. So it's a big thing for me. And I'm going to continue to do it until I hit my goal of 50 pounds. Yeah. I'm almost there. Well, not halfway there, but almost there. Mm-hmm. Do you have any goals right now? Me is just really, I think my goals is to strengthen my, I guess, my body. And that's more because I have injuries. So, like, my knee, I just want to get through, uh, what is it, a conditioning class. All of it. <laughs> like, I think I the lifting part, I, I'm, I'm good at setting uh, my weight and... I end up doing it. I push myself. Um, I end up getting through. Um, but the main, main thing is, is just I sit all day. So that's a, a as why I don't have. Even though I come here, I try to come here daily, uh, five days a week. Um, I used to come six, but still, um, it's still not enough for me. So what happens is, you know, it's it's not so much my, the lifting that I have a go on because I think I've like way strong from the beginning, you know, I mean, where I couldn't even lift the barbell and now, you know, so I'm as far as as thing as just learning how to strengthen, um, I guess my body as far as my, my knees and my back and everything else, um, not so much carrying the weight. Yeah, just to clarify, mm-hmm. when uh, Vanessa first started with us, she had some issues going on with her back and her knee right. due to sitting all day at work. Correct? Correct. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, yes. Um, from sitting all day, um, we used to put a lot more hours on my job. It was like uh, 13 to 15 hours a day. Um, and that was a lot. We used to go in from very early to leaving at night. So sitting there for so many, for a long period of time, and I wasn't doing anything. Um, I, I couldn't go anywhere because I was there all day. So they started cutting back. We had new management and stuff started cutting back. And next thing you know, when I tried to do something good for myself, I was just not strong enough. My body didn't take it, and I just injured myself. I mean, from doing the smallest thing, I think I was even just doing like body weight, and I, you yeah. know, I threw out my knee. And uh, running, I, I was running already outside at a park, you know, just running. And so that was another thing: not correct shoes, um, my back, and I just really think from sitting down, it just all my injuries are from sitting down. I mean, I've been to doctors, I've been to yeah. medicine doctors, and everything, and they tell me the same thing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want to make a note about that, that like people will say, oh, like, don't you think you're going to get hurt lifting or like all this stuff? It's like, you know, the majority of people are getting hurt just sitting down. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not in they the majority of injuries. Yeah. And, and, and when I throw something out, but now that I, I'm very consistent, I don't, the pain is there. It's bearable, but I continue. I'm here the next day again. You know, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. before it was like I would be out for weeks yeah. and I couldn't do anything. Um, but now it's like, no, it's, yeah. it's a different type of hurt, you know, and as far as, um, it, it really does strength, you know, it, it, it helps your body. It really does. Yeah, you're stabilizing. Yes. So like, cause you've built up your quads, you've built up your calves, everything so oh, stabilizes yeah. your knee. You know, you've built up your glutes. I remember that was an issue. This helps your low back. I mean, you're deadlifting. How much are you deadlifting? What would oh. you remember where you were doing, what you were doing during your five RM? I think on my 5RM, I was at two, tw- 
I, I can't remember if it was 225. I think it was more like 235. That's so badass. Yeah, I think yeah. it was 235 because I brought it down to 215, 215 on a 10RM. Yeah. So, yeah, it had to be 235. Yeah, I want you to get up into the 300s. That'll be cool. Yeah. And personally, I think you should compete too. Right. I, I really do. I mean, you've you've got like, I know you don't have to. You can take it or leave <laughs> it. But like, I, I think I think it'd yeah. be really cool if like you and, and a few other people did. Yeah. You know, because you all have a lot of potential. And, you know, that's part of the reason. Not potential. Uh, that's not even the right word. Uh, you have put in the work to get where you're at. I don't really like that word potential. Um, you've been working, uh, towards that. And, you know, I mean, it's just badass and just dope <laughs> seeing, yeah. you know, really strong ass women. Uh, all right, ladies. So we're getting close to the end of our podcast. Just one more question before we move on. What do you say to, or have you had women or people in your life be negative about weightlifting? Like, be negative about you being a woman and picking up weights. We have to keep it Yeah, for me, it's just been like, why would you want to, you know, lift heavy stuff? And and my answer to that is like, why not? You know, why not? And or like, you know, you know, if you lift weights, you're going to get all bulky. You're going to start looking like a man. And it's not true. Not at all. You know, so those are like the comments that I've, I've had from like other women. But uh, <clears throat> just like you know, well, that's what I, I want to do. That's what I like. So there's really not much that else they can say, you know, because this is what I like. I don't, I don't, I don't have yeah. any of that. Um, if any, I work with a lot of men. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that's how it should be. No, uh, <laughs> I, I think it's just me, uh, four, four girls in our whole facility and it's like 30 something people like in the building where I'm at. And you know what? And they're very supportive. There'll be the ones I'll be like, Oh my God, my arms look so big. I'm the biggest criticizer about myself. Like, cause I notice myself getting bigger and, and not bigger, uh, more tone, I guess. So it's it's a good thing, and they they're all like, oh no, that looks good. Like they could tell, like from a distance. Yeah. Uh, you know, I wear a muscle shirt to work, or I make I wear something cut off, and they're like, oh my goodness, you're really hitting the gym. Like you're. I said, nope, it's the same thing that I've been doing. You know, and so I don't have that problem. Like I I don't have no negativity whatsoever, and and that's a good thing. That's why I like my job. It's stressful in other things, but not that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. It's yes. cool that you have that. All right, ladies. So we're going to switch over to doing some quick fire questions that I'm just going to ask you. These are just fun questions. And I'll start off with Erica. All right. So the first one is, what do you order when you go to Starbucks? <gasps> oh. It can be a, You don't have to like. Uh, no, no, I won't. Because I, I mean, I love Starbucks. And it'll be, <laughs> it would be a blueberry scone and a venti caramel latte. Okay. For sure. <laughs> Me, it would be um, a venti cinnamon dulce latte. Uh -huh. um, hot, though. Okay. If it's morning or if not, it'll Caliente. be. Yeah. If <laughs> not, if it's not, I'll make it into a frappuccino. Even worse. <laughs> and then um, three petite vanilla scones. And they're three because I get a savings. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you get a discount with three. Wait, you save when you get Yeah, you get yeah, three, yeah. Uh, you get a discount. <laughs> yes, yes. It's called a three pack. You don't. No, but if they had the. But if they had the. Right. The blueberry scones and the petites, I would probably get. Oh three. no, those are my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. 
Uh, all right, so I guess my next question is, what is your favorite healthy meal to cook? I like this. I've been doing this grilled chicken, which is grilled chicken with chipotle sauce, like marinated, and then I grill it with green beans. And oh, it's really so good. good. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, it's, it's, that's what, like I cooked, that's what I cooked, and then I do that, and if I don't do, like, just broccoli and chicken, because for some reason, my stomach hasn't been taking, like, red meat very well, so I had to cut it out. But I cook red meat for them. So I'll do, for them, like, red meat with, uh, like, the little tiny pieces of, like, meat seared, because they like rare meat. I don't know why. And then those little tiny baby potatoes. This, yeah. Oh, they're so good. Yeah, that's what I do. Right. Me, my favorite right now has been um, fish, tilapia, and uh, grilled shrimp. And everything grilled. But it's like a Diablo spice shrimp. So that's been my favorite. Is that something you make at home or is that something you get out? No, I make it at home. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I make it at home. So that's been like my favorite recently. Awesome. Okay. All right. What's your favorite cheat meal? I'm gonna say that it would be pizza for me. Oh shit. Okay. Pizza. Pizza. Okay, how do you have your pizza? Where do you get it? <laughs> if I get like when we order pizza, like I'll get the the thin crust from um Domino's mm-hmm. and I get the they have this like chicken with basil. It's like really, really good. I know it's really bad, but it's really good. <laughs> it's like chicken, like little pieces of chicken with basil and jalapenos, and, and with in with the the thin crust. Yep, that's how I have it. <laughs> I love meat. <laughs> Mine would be like a steak, but it would be more like a ribeye. It's just all the sides that have to go with it. Oh, what are the sides? Yeah, because uh, the steak really isn't. You can have a steak. Yeah, a steak isn't. Sometimes red meat and like stuff like that gets a really bad rap. But you, you were saying, um, yeah, what do you, like what do you I would get? do like a ribeye with um, macaroni, uh, mm. like the what is it like the Velveeta macaroni. Um, we'll go out to a steak place and it's like that rich, rich, uh, cheesy macaroni mm. um, and mashed potatoes. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah mashed potatoes are yep, great. That's my cheat meal. Yeah. <laughs> that's, so that's like your favorite meal kind that, of thing. Yeah. yeah, I got you. Yeah. That's yeah. the only thing I'll get. Like if I go out eating that, that's going to be my plate yeah. on the table. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, sumo or conventional deadlift? For me, sumo. That's like my favorite. Sumo is my Mine favorite. Mine too. Sumo is my favorite. Yeah, definitely sumo. I yeah. me too. <laughs> I, I pull sumo. Um, all right. The next question is: Do you have any shows that you like to watch? I know. I know that you do. I'll start with you. But like, what are some current shows that you really like to watch? You can mention a few. Uh, I'll start with with that. Okay. Right now, I started watching Legion, and I'm so hooked up in that Legion. It's so good. It is so, so good. good. Legion, and then um, there's this new show called uh, uh, Siren or Serene. It's about a an angry mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard like, of that, but I haven't yeah. seen it. <laughs> it's it's interesting. Uh, you know, I saw like there's like three episodes out there, and so yeah, those are the shows. <laughs> An angry mermaid. Yeah, she's a like a killer mermaid. Really? Yes, I have to watch yeah. that now. It's pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah. Because in Japan and Asian culture, all mermaids are bad. 
Yeah. It's not. That's an American thing. That, um, the, the, the Little, little mermaid. mermaid. Yeah, Little Mermaid is, is actually. It's, it's fake. Just, the story in Japan isn't good. Yeah. yeah. Well, pretty much is. Yeah. It's angry kill, killer mermaid. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. For you, Gianni. Uh, I'm waiting for everything to come back out. I mean, Game of Thrones, and then um, the Vikings. I love the Vikings, but I don't know. If there's gonna be any more episodes and. My friend has me watching the Santa Clarita diet. <laughs> Drew Barrymore. So that's that's funny. So I like it. And there's only like two seasons, I think. So that's yeah, going to be interesting. I'm already down one. <laughs> I don't know what's going to be after that. I try not to. Because to have to be like hooked on something is just very, I don't know. That would be stressful for me. <laughs> yeah. But can't wait for those other episodes to come on. Awesome. All right, ladies, this is it for the Total Body Training Podcast Mother's Day episode. I guess we're going to go ahead and let you, we're going to call it a day, all right? All right. Until next time, peace. Bye. Bye. Bye.